This podcast is brought to you in affiliation with Make My Trip. For special discounts for Indicast listeners on airfare, bus and hotel reservation, log on to makemytrip.theindicast.com. And by One and One. For deals as low as $2 per month on world-class hosting and domain names, please log on to oneand1.theindicast.com. Hello and welcome to Tekka Masala, a technology podcast from an Indian perspective. I'm your host Aditya and along with me, I have Sakit. Hi guys. Hey, so uh, this is episode number 35, um, a month later from uh, the last time we did it. Uh, but things have been crazy, huh? Yeah, they always are. <laughs> and a lot of things happening, you know, in the tech world as well. The iPhone 4 came up, which about which we will be talking. And... The other thing that happened for the first time in India is India's first web browser was announced and launched, in fact. It's called Epic. Yeah, it's this browser built by this company called uh, Hidden Reflex. And it is pretty much like Flock, uh, something essentially built on top of Firefox with a lot of inbuilt extensions. Now, with Epic, most of these extensions are uh, sections which appear inside the sidebar. Uh. And uh, they have access to mobile websites for uh, different Indian news sources uh, right in the sidebar. Then through the sidebar, you can access the mobile version of Twitter and the mobile version of Facebook. So essentially, you can just open and close the sidebar and that serves like as a companion to you. Apart from that, I mean, they claim to have 1500 sidebar applications from Book My Show, Crickinfo, Citibank. So, I mean, there's a whole lot. I mean, these are all web web applications opening inside a sidebar interface. But in terms of real extensions, what the browser comes with is a rich text editor, which allows you to type in Indian languages. Right, out of the box. Yeah, out of the box. That is great. Another thing I'm not sure whether or not it should be having is an antivirus software built in. (laughs) I know. And the best feature by far, I think, is the Google Docs add-on, I mean, which allows you to essentially uh, upload files from your computer uh, to Google Docs in a very pretty FTP-like interface. I mean, that was the best thing I liked about the browser when I used it. But, but, but don't you think, I mean, that is available for Mozilla as well, right? So any plugin that is available for Mozilla is going to run on this, uh, on Epic. So... Yeah. Uh, given the um, channels through which Epic is being publicized and the kind of people who are uh, going to be targeted with this information. In fact, uh, I first came to know about Epic because somebody in my team who reads a Marathi newspaper. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm sure a lot of these people who want to be on the Internet are not so savvy in terms of looking up these add-ons and uh, I mean getting their gear in place. So uh, if you actually give them something which suits their needs and which features content which they are most likely to access, uh, it might make sense. I mean, for a person like me, I mean, even Flock is no good. I mean, if I want my browser to be a browser and nothing else, I mean, the rest I will figure out myself. Right, exactly. And and these guys have also partnered up with people like Web18, Yatra.com, NDTV, and you also mentioned Book My Show, etc. Now tell me, Saket, realistically, how difficult is it these days to build your own web browser i mean they are they have based it on mozilla platform and flock in fact has now moved 
ऑफ ऑफ मोजिला प्लेटफॉर्म एंड हैज गॉन टू वेब किट आई बिलीव सो हाउ डिफिकल्ट इज इट इज दिस अ बिग डील आई डोंट थिंक सो इट्स जस्ट अबाउट पैकेजिंग आई मीन एज डिफिकल्ट टू आई मीन इट्स इज जस्ट लाइक बिल्डिंग अ लीनक्स डिस्ट्रो आई मीन द कर्नल इज आउट देर द सोर्स कोड इज आउट देर ऑल यू हैव टू डू इज एसेंशियली गेट दीज कम्पोनेंट्स इन प्लेस एंड पैकेज इट नाइसली एंड मेक द इंस्टॉलेशन सुपर इजी और समथिंग लाइक दैट राइट In, in this case, even the installation is default. But uh, what uh, is the challenge here is to keep it alive and to actually yeah. have a community with whom you can engage with. It's very easy to whip up a browser. You take the free Mozilla implementation, like skin it up and add some sidebars, add this, add that. But after that, what? I mean, Flock has had the same problem. I mean, initially there was this excitement, but the size of the community, the vanilla Firefox has, right. as to the community Flock has. i'm sure they couldn't never match it up so i mean at the end of the day when it comes to power users they would never stick with such a product but i mean as long as you're targeting a niche uh, it makes sense right and and the other thing is that the way browsers are, you know make money is by is through search engine right search engine referrals yeah so you know mass is really important for a web browser yeah. uh, I, i don't know if epic is going to be able to do that but it is a good beginning isn't it it is definitely a good beginning i mean in the sense that uh, for the better or the worse it is a company in india building a web browser so that is an achievement even though they've used like a public toolkit it still counts for something right exactly and you know i don't want to i don't want to trash them that they haven't come out with anything new because we do have a the transliteration tool that that indian uh, typing thing uh, but you know will that be enough is uh, i mean you use the software yeah will it in the ne- near short term become your primary browser or is it just wait or or is it just a perception problem uh it's a perception problem but largely this is going to remain a novelty for most of us uh but there but then again there are different kinds of users so there is definitely a segment of people to which uh, this will appeal to and let me add that i have looked at the browser and i have looked at the various features it has maybe it could have been prettier after using it for a little while i could say that it is i mean maybe it is maybe it isn't is it new or it isn't out of the box but one thing it isn't is it, it isn't shoddy i mean it is okay it's a decent it's a browser. good first attempt You know, it's a good you, attempt, and if you actually wanted to, you could use it as your primary browser. I mean, there is nothing stopping you from it. Right. In fact, even That's even okay. even I downloaded it, and I I want, and you know, I I stumbled upon this news say about two days back, so I haven't really had time to spend on on the browser itself. But as you said, good first attempt. Uh, we know that you know people like Microsoft and all those guys also. The the first version is is just bad, and then they learn over time. But in 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 this case also, uh, you know. partnerships might probably help them i don't know if they plan to put out a mobile web browser for and and then partner with these all these 100000 mobile phone companies that are coming up these days try to make it the default browser on the phone itself that might probably help them get some traction with you know the 3g ek pura jo the, the the hoopla that is happening there so probably that could uh, you know send them some traffic or get, get them the mass i think the biggest challenge for them is to be uh, keeping up with firefox uh, trunk uh. which which will continue to be updated so keeping their browser current and at the same time not just keeping it current with the gecko build but also adding new features and i mean keeping it up to date i mean that's the challenge which is the biggest here i mean and that's possibly the reason why i mean if you like flock in the beginning you wouldn't continue to use it because it simply couldn't keep pace with the firefox i mean if firefox is 3.5 the flock is flock version 2.0 is based on a gecko version which is like lower than the 3.5 build which is out so you have to wait for that so 
I mean, then again, that that essentially is the crux of the problem. Now tell me, you know, what are the top three features that you want in your browser? Uh, well, I mean, I just want my browser to be really fast. And uh, how important are the plugins for you? Do you install plugins or do you rather do? I mean, for example, do you use plugins to upload Flickr photos or YouTube videos, etc., or do you just go to the website and do it? Uh, I'm not a big fan of plugins because plugins can be good, plugins can be bad, and they can be extremely useful or they can be extremely bloated. But I tend to stay wary of plugins because uh, most of the times the functionality they offer is not all that great vis-a-vis the kind of resources they consume. But so I currently use Chrome as my default browser. I switched from Safari like a couple of months ago. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, because it, for, for, for some reason, with every new release of Safari, the start time, I mean, the time it takes for the browser to actually launch, that just kept on going up. I mean, after that, the browser was fine, but I mean, that's a major irritant. So I switched to Chrome, and Chrome on the Mac has turned out quite well. So I use only one extension with it, that is Adblock, and rest of the uh, thing is just vanilla, and I am quite like the minimalism impact. Yeah, I mean, Chrome for me on the Mac has been a problem. Sometimes you just have problem typing into text boxes, etc. You should try the dev channel. The dev channel is more current and actually more ah. than the official beta. The, the, the dev channel is at version 6.0. Uh-huh. And yeah, the official beta is, is at 5.0 or something. So I, I think the dev channel is much better. Oh, then maybe I'll give it another shot then. But let's see. Moving on. And we have around 2.5 million Muslims who are threatening to leave Facebook based on the report. This is basically a group of Muslims who got together and drafted a letter and sent it to Mark Zuckerberg demanding a few things. I would actually be surprised if Muslims threatened to quit Facebook over objectionable content. But this time around, the reason Muslims are quitting Facebook or threatening to quit Facebook is because certain uh, Muslim pages were removed by Facebook. So, so I think there were some pages called I Love Muhammad or Quran Lovers. And these pages have now been removed by Facebook on the grounds that uh, they were sending messages to uh, unsolicited unsolicited messages to users and right, engaging right. in spam essentially and that's why these uh, pages have been removed you can't really tell that there really are 2.5 million muslims standing behind Correct, this. exactly most of them are just simply indifferent to the whole thing. But again, a select group of people have written these letters and threatened to quit Facebook to join another website called Medina.com. Yeah, it, it sort of looks like a you know PR effort from Medina.com more than anything, doesn't it? Yeah, I actually went and registered on Medina.com. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. It's a complete rip-off of Facebook except for the fact that it is green. Uh-huh. And, uh, when I was at the stage where you upload the profile picture, there was this little asterisk there which explained that female users should not upload their profile pictures. Oh! And brothers must understand. Oh, brothers must understand. And it also says that, you know, the story also says that Medina.com, it abides to all Islamic rules. And apart from that, you know, apart from reinstating those four deleted pages, the letter also demanded that the website, that is Facebook, should ban disrespecting Islamic religious symbols and disable any Facebook page which does so. I don't know, that that's a little bit of double standard, isn't it? I mean, you want some pages to stay, some pages to go. It can't just run as per, I mean, the whims of one particular religious group. I mean, if Facebook has got a policy that if any, uh, I mean, if it has some clear demarcation on what constitutes hate, hate speech and what does not, then I guess that should uh, be uh, the same for all religions. And yeah, and, and this story sort of reminded me of the, the, the guy in Kerala getting sued for saying bad things about Shivaji and MNS had a big problem about it you remember 
Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and but you know, talking about Facebook, that there was the, the statistic that came out saying that the actual number of signups in June went down to only around 300k, and earlier, the earlier month, it was around 7 million, which came down to 300,000 only. So, are you telling me that most of these people who were signing up before were Muslims? I mean, <laughs> so, I'm just saying. So badly? Yeah, no. I, I mean, but but what do you think? I mean, it has Facebook just reached its saturation point? Yeah, is it is it about all the big piracy ka jo lafda chal raha tha? Piracy ne, privacy ka jo lafda chal raha tha about that. I would attribute like a small portion of it to the whole privacy debate, and uh, a lot of people are now waking up to the fact that uh, Facebook now shares more information about them to the public by default than it used to. Right. And uh, I mean, to be fair, Facebook gives you the option to lock these things down. But now that the default setting is open to all and a lot of people are not that educated, huh. I, mean, I wouldn't call it a privacy violation, but I would say the privacy is much more looser than it was before. And uh, if there are people who are creating awareness about this and after that, if there are people who choose to not be on Facebook, I guess it should be up to them. But uh, I think more or less uh, the saturation point uh, uh, fact that you mentioned, that also holds good because almost everybody I know now is on Facebook. I mean, there was people who were on awkward before and now almost everybody has moved to Facebook and uh, it's made Facebook a messier place. But I mean, that's how it's meant to be. And now Facebook, I think, has around 700 to 800 million people. And Zuckerberg was talking about, you know, 1 billion mark is inevitable for Facebook. Now, that'll be something, right? 1 billion users. I don't know how many. And that's billion. as big as India, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And, and talking about, you know, Orkut, Google Me, a, a social networking site from Google, yeah. is uh, is rumored media that google is uh, planning to launch a new foray into social networking i mean let's be very honest here all of google's previous forays into social networking are like bad orkut is a disaster i mean except for brazil and india even now it's uh, facebook is set to overtake uh, orkut in india and wow so that been much of a success and open social i don't know where that went oh yeah what and happened to that uh. i have no Forever. I mean, it was essentially a, a heterogeneous set of services like Google Friend Connect, Google this, Google that. Then again, you have got a Google profile. So I guess they need to come out with a product which is actually good, which ties this all together and which is not a, which is not like a 20% time project of one Google uh-huh. employee, but which is actually much more thought through. And yeah, also it, it sometimes is very funny because these days you see advertisements in the newspaper and their Facebook group gets a prominent real estate, the print ads, which is like free advertisement for Facebook, isn't it? That kind of gives you an idea about the kind of brand impact Facebook has had on the masses in general. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I read a story about, from Jason Calacanis. He is one of those nice noisy right. sorts. So he wrote this anti-Facebook article, I, I guess, a month ago or some sometime before uh-huh. that. As to Facebook and their model in itself. So uh, Facebook has got this advertising model wherein it is encouraging uh, brands and marketers to create pages. And then brands and marketers actually pay people so that uh, Facebook can drive more traffic to these pages. Yeah. So effectively what these companies are doing is that paying Facebook to, to get people to visit pages which are on their own website. Uh. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Facebook still Right, knows. exactly. Oh, my God. I mean, they and, and they are making, they, they are benefiting in all ways possible. You drop any scenario and somehow Facebook is winning in that. 
just, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Facebook, I mean, becomes like a become becomes like a significant threat to Google in let's say the next five years. I mean, yeah. this is the speed at which they continue to grow because uh, the amount of information they simply are holding right now behind, I mean, let's say a wall, I mean, a partial wall at least. That's when. And and that is also partially because you know social media is becoming uh, or social networking is becoming an important. Factor in the search business, you know, real-time recommendations, etc. Because I, you know, if I need anything, I want to see how, what, what, how a particular movie was, or get any recommendations uh, right from ser- service computer service guys to anything. I put it on my wall or on Twitter as to do you know anybody who does this, and I get a reply between you know within 10 minutes. Now, if I were to go online and do that, I really don't know how how good those results are. So that's why I think Google is sort of saying, you know, this real-time search is sort of becoming important. They failed with Buzz. Now let me try what I can do with Google Me. So yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. But let's move on to iPhone, Apple. Uh, but before we do that, let me let me give some time to our sponsors. That is, make my trip. and they are they have been you know supporting us they have provided us a referral id uh, please if you want to book any ticket now if you are looking to book uh, international flights or you know domestic flights or hotel reservation please log on to makemytrip.theindicast.com and uh, you know you will will get some credit for it we'll be passing on your lead to them so if you want to support indicast please and want to you know are going to be traveling please use makemytrip.theindicast.com the other affiliate who we have on is one and one the web hosts and domain registrars so they've got special deals going on right now 6 months of free hosting or something saket ridiculous so for that if you want to check that out please log on to one and one.theindicast.com to get your discount from them so do that okay Yeah. Let's move on and let's talk about this Apple iPhone 4. Now, Consumer Reports, which is you know one of those big publications which rates um, products right from cars to uh, to to the smallest to to dustbins also. If you go on their site, it's ridiculous. Um, they have said they are recommending buyers to stay away from iPhone 4. Now that's that okay. that's that's significant when consumer reports says don't do it 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 is it is sort of a bible of purchasing and for it to happen right before holiday season you know starts or kicks off in the US is seen as a big deal right now of course yeah and so you know we we all know that uh, the iPhone 4 has been having problem is is being talked about because of its uh, the 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 signal problem the reception problem because of the antenna which is put on the outside etc and in fact the, the report also said that it is not AT&T's problem it is iPhone 4's problem which is also it's a design problem it's a design problem exactly and uh, so let's see i mean i mean apple has been you know trying to get rid of this problem for some time now they have they first started their first move was to Uh, wave off the restocking fee the 10% restocking fee on the phones for dissatisfied customers that is what they did first but still that didn't pacify the users so uh, just yesterday they had a news conference at apple headquarters where mr jobs apna steven p jobs he said that yes we screwed up and there are issues with the antenna so what they are going to do is they are going to 
be giving off these free covers that they were earlier selling for dollars thirty. Yeah, so I, I, I guess they have to do damage control. They've tried everything. I mean, it started with Steve Jobs saying, "Don't hold it that way." <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. Then, I mean, followed by this, the, the, this comment that there's actually no problem with the antenna. There's a problem with the software which ports there to be a lower signal. If your if your signal is four bars. And if you put your finger around the phone, then the signal becomes two bars. Uh, it doesn't mean that the signal has drastically dropped, but initially the four-bar signal which you were seeing that was wrongly being represented. That, I, mean, I don't just, know how yeah, that. exactly. That was. I mean, so in a way, you are saying that we were fooling you earlier. You know, now it is fixed. You are me. So, and uh, you, you remember how AT&T was getting the getting the heat about how how bad the coverage was and all those things now if yeah. it comes out that it was actually apple hardware problem i if i were at&t i would file a suit against them for causing damage to the brand name or something because everyone was up in arms about at&t's bad signal and services and all those things so i don't see that happening ah. well so that is that is something that has happened and the the you know getting the free cases is going to be available until september 30th until apple figures out a, a different you know a long term solution for it so let's see let's see what happens moving on let's move on and talk about dot xxx sakit now <laughs> now a very interesting topic <laughs> as you know i can is now uh, going all out on uh, creating these new top level domain names i mean earlier you just had .com .net and .org and then uh, now you've got all these new domain names called .biz and .ero and .info me and info all of these so i think most of these are efforts by i can to increase the total number of domain names available because as you can i mean as everyone knows the world is fast running out of these .com domain names i mean you can only have so many combinations right. so that's with all these new tlds coming in so uh, the icm registry which is a company uh, has mooted the idea of a .xxx domain name exclusively meant for websites that showcase adult content and this idea was mooted by them in 2005 and uh, back then uh, icann had almost approved it and then the us government sort of meddled in the whole uh, affair and uh, and uh, it didn't go through and now uh, i can has again approved this uh, movement move on june 25th and uh, if they are able to verify that icm registry is financially stable given that this domain will be entirely managed by them they will give a go ahead and then create a root entry in their name right. server and into the .xxx domain to icm registry and then people can register and do what not but uh, i guess this is a very controversial uh, move because a lot of people are opposing it and i i don't exactly know who is supporting it right i think see see the case on one side the case is that .xxx will be explicitly for porn websites however it doesn't say that the site will move away from the .com or not So will sex.com still be a porn site or will it be sex.xxx we don't know about that see it couldn't be in the sense that uh, movement to this new domain is just going to be voluntary so what will happen i guess is people getting a .com domain name and a .xxx yeah. domain name that is what could happen and porn company companies are not excited about this because uh, and they fear that if all of them like uh, start moving to the .xxx domain name with enthusiasm it, it's it's much easier to block off a, comp- a a team altogether rather than 
figure out what dot com is porn, what dot com is not porn. So filtering is much harder that way. So they all move to dot xxx. They might just get blocked off. That's what they're worried about, and that's why the porn companies oppose it. But as of now, it's voluntary, so I don't think they should be worried on that count. And religious groups oppose it because that is some sort of validation of the fact that internet porn is real. I mean, you can't run away from the fact. I mean, can you? I mean. Uh, statistics show that there is 3000 dollars being spent every second just on porn the in in the time that i just said all that 10000 dollars was spent yeah that's that's awesome, isn't it <laughs> crazy and so i mean exactly and everyone knows you know sex is the number one search engine and all those things i think that accounts for 25% of the world's internet searches crazy amazing right i mean amazing well while we are talking about smart and uh, all those things maharashtra technical education website has also become a chat room for sex talk basically now if you log on to the internet chat room on the website of maharashtra's directorate of technical education dte there are weird things happening there okay and now the site has been blocked and has you know the chat has been stopped the, the basic functionality was you can go into the chat site and a public relations of officer will be available to answer your questions about you know degrees and diplomas in engineering and all those things apparently there was no pro being who was who was monitoring or regulating these chat rooms essentially people were just asking uh, uh, having dating related <laughs> chat on the internet and it was just like any other chat room that you see on yahoo or reddit for wherever else uh, this is a prime example of i mean the government jumping the gun like certain officials want to modernize and they want to have all the latest features i mean a, a because they truly believing believe in them or b because they just want to look good so i guess somebody must have added this chat room just for the something that they want to try out and see how it works but then later on it just it was just lying there unmonitored you know something like that probably might have happened or the maintenance contract expired and they never bothered to renew it i guess so but who does chat anyway <laughs> i mean i'm quite uh, chat is very 2002 yes, i suppose yes it is but there were times i mean my first internet experience was yahoo chat apart apart from obviously registering of my you know the last time we spoke we the, the weird email address that i have apart from apart yeah. from checking that it was yahoo chat and i was fascinated completely i mean i'm talking to this guy in russia or a, or a chick in russia it was awesome that's what it was or a chick yeah. <laughs> or 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 guys pretending to be chicks <laughs> yeah that is awesome yeah oh my god those were the topics that we had for you don't forget the now go, go download epic and tell us what you think you can comment about it on www.theindicast.com you can also send in your emails on techkamasala@theindicast.com saket i believe we have an email from one of our listeners yeah uh, ashok emailed us about google was sued in australia because uh, they were collecting wireless data from people around the australian uh, uh, country i mean it was the google street view van which was right. doing this they were questioned about why they were doing that etc so i mean i mean we had this uh, little chat on that and ashok later on wrote in Uh, the reason why google was doing that as ashok explains it is uh, google is trying to collect some uh, create some sort of a database of uh, location information yeah when you log on to google it try it shows you local news it shows you local results so for that it needs a way to find out where you are to actually with some approximation point pinpoint your location so if you access this using uh, access google using a mobile phone your uh, mobile phone can either use cell tower triangulation or you can have a gps device which can provide location information and they have got some way to figure out where you are but when it comes to users accessing it from wifi it isn't so easy so what the google street view van is doing 
it is traveling across these areas and it is just noting down the names of all these uh, Wi-Fi networks so that later on when it uh, uh, senses that you are on this Wi-Fi networks, it has an approximate idea about your location. I think that that was yes. all uh, this first was all about. And I guess it seems fair enough to me, uh, at least uh, till the till the point Google is only collecting names of these Wi-Fi networks. I mean, they are out there. Anyway. Right. And, and he was also saying that they were they are only collecting header information. No traffic is being collected. So if, if you did any transactions, your data was safe. You know, Google had stopped doing that and they had parked all their vans. But I think they have started doing that again, haven't they? I guess the the issue the matter sort of resolved itself in court and uh, the Google Street View vans are out back in full force and if you are really scared then I guess you should lock your door. Yes, please do that. Uh, so thanks Ashok for writing in. Please do write in with what you think. You can, as I said, comment or send us an email. Uh, email ID is techkamasala at theindicast.com. Uh, that's about it, uh, Saket. Do you have anything else? And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, Saket is available at... At Valturo, that is V-U-L-T-U-R-O. I am available at AC Mahatre. And if you want to follow Indicast, where we, you know, release uh, updates about the podcast being uh, put out, we are available at Indicast. It's only Indicast, okay? So, that's about it. Uh, bye-bye. Bye, guys. ಗಣೇಶ ಲಂಬೋದರ ಸೋಹೆ ಭುಜಾಚಾರ ಏಕದಂತ ಚಂದ್ರಮಾಲ ಲಾಟ ರಾಜೆ ಬ್ರಹ